Welcome to the Crazy Prayer Ladies Podcast, a time of devotional, discussion on everyday Christian topics, prayer, and even Bible trivia, with Professor Gigi, Miss Polly Pureheart, Miss Crown Call Chosen, and The Dude. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's Thursday. I know we have people here and Good morning, um, Professor Gigi. Morning. Good morning, Miss Tina. Good morning. Good morning, the dude. So what's the word you have today? Okay, so today our Bible study is called Dissolving a Partnership. So it says here, So Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out towards the east. The two men parted company. Genesis 13, 11. My friend Danny and I have known each other for many years. Several years ago, he was in a teaching session. I was giving about Abraham being a great example of dissolving a partnership. When Abraham and Lot realized their families and lifestyle could no longer live off the same land, there had to be a separation. The question was, how should the separation take place? In the natural, it would be logical that the senior partner would make the decision and get first choice of the land options. However, Abraham told Lot to choose where he wanted to live. He was totally at Lot's mercy. Sodom seemed to be the most fertile and logical place to locate. So Lot chose Sodom. Abraham moved to a place called Mamre. Danny had come to the decision that the Lord decide him, decided, desired him to dissolve their partnership. The partner questioned Danny, how are we going to divide our accounts? That's easy. I want you to choose the accounts you want, and I will take what you don't want. This was quite a step of faith for Danny but he felt the leading of the Lord to make this offer. Sure enough, the partner chose the very best clients they had and left Danny with accounts that generated less than 20% of the revenue. Danny was surprised, but did not challenge his partner. However, he did have a conversation as they parted ways. I can see the decision you have made. I can tell you that you have made a very poor decision that God will not bless. You should know that because of your decision, you can be assured that the value of your clients will go down in the coming months. Danny had no basis to make this assumption other than the story of Abraham and the Holy Spirit's prompting inside of him. Months passed and Danny had some lean months. However, over time, those small accounts gradually increased in value and the accounts his partner had be, had decreased. It was a profound lesson to Danny and to his former partner. Sometimes faith requires total trust in a future outcome you cannot see. So, um, you know, since we were talking yesterday, um, Crown Cold Chosen, she had mentioned you know, about Lot, I had read that and I said, you know what, I guess God is prompting me through the Holy Spirit to 
<laughs> speak about that um, situation with Lot because we know that, you know, Lot was Abraham's nephew and he was kind of under his, his care because he had, you know, he had raised him after uh, Lot's dad, his family had died. And we see that, um, you know, he chose Sodom, right? He chose that area. He chose what he thought was the best land instead of, you know, although Abraham let him choose, I believe that his best, his best choice would have been to tell Abraham, hey, you know what? You know, you're my mentor, you're my uncle, you're my senior. I, I would say, why don't you choose and then just give me whatever you don't want. And I'm sure that Abraham would have, you know, given Lot equal portions, you know, um, not, not taking the best for himself and leave Lot with, you know, the, the worst of the land. But we see, um, you know, the, the, the decision he made and we see through, through history and what happened in the Bible with Sodom and Gomorrah and you know, all the trials and tribulations he had there, but also with this business partner and making it, bringing it to our day, um, we see the selfishness of the partner, right? I, I see that yeah. he could have divided the accounts equally, say, okay, this is a good client. I'll give you a good client. I'll take one good client. I'll give you you know, maybe a poor client, I'll take a poor, you know, he could have divided evenly so that they both would have been, um, you know, fair in the deal. And I think sometimes, um, you know, there's several points here, but one is that apparently the other partner, I would presume was also a Christian, you know, knew God he was not fair in his dealings and he was selfish. And, you know, the Danny understood through the story of Abraham and Lot that his, his, his ex-partner was actually, might've thought it was a good deal to begin with, but eventually he was gonna suffer the consequences of being, you know, being selfish. So anyway, that's part of, you know, what I, had to say you you guys can say what you think about that story well when we think about light and when we think about all the stories as it relates to our life and as we even when we read any story within the bible whether it's lot abraham isaac there's always a takeaway yes and every time i hear the story, the story's over, told by either, if I read it myself, or I hear someone explain what they've gotten, gotten from it, then it hits me differently each time. Yes. It hits me differently each time. And I know with anything and everything, I think what I got from that, what you were saying, Maria, what, what came with bringing my my spirit was selfishness yes and also humbleness at the same time and I think we've forgotten that 
I think we've forgotten what it is to be humble. And I think we've gotten so caught up. And when I say we, I'm not saying particularly us. Right, right. We've gotten so caught up in the world we don't even recognize selfishness anymore. Right. And that's sad. Well, it's just, um, I think the basic with all the the different um, characters in 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 the Bible, the the prophets, the the people, the regular. It's always about your character being revealed, and you know, starting with a thought in your heart and the carrying out of that thought in your heart. That natural your first instinct, your first, you know, and being open to having an opposite day. Well, you know what? I usually do this. You know what? I think something's telling me maybe I should do things differently. So whether your character is someone who is open to change, to renewing your mind and how you are because Danny's partner could have been like, you know what? I'm always thinking about myself. Why not? This this is a perfect opportunity for me to be opposite, to be used by the Lord to see, hmm, I wonder what would happen if I didn't act this way all the time. And I think that's how for some people, that's just how the Holy Spirit works. It's just looking for one opportunity to have opposite day. And God and our Lord and the Spirit can be like, yeah, let's do this. Let's just do this. Watch me work. If you give me one opportunity for opposite day, I will change your world. But if we're just always, you know what? It's fertile over there. There's less work I'd have to do to grow my vegetables, to keep my people happy. There's got restaurants, all the foundation, the the hard work has been done. Let me just do what I always do and take the easy way out. Work's already been done. I don't need to do a heavy lift. I don't got time for all that. Oh, well, too bad you got the sucky ones. Um, Right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that that that's true. And I just and and I, I'm just thinking about that. You know, it just takes one opportunity, one day, one. But I know that when I look at the state of what is happening in the world, I just see it just spiraling so fast. So down a toilet drain. And I think it's just spinning so fast. It's like, that's why the urgency is there with us because it's spinning so fast. And sometimes when it's spinning so fast, it's so hard for you to grab that opportunity or you may miss the opportunity for that one day to get it right because you're so caught up. And that's why we as Christians have to pray hard we have to buffer each other up. We have to pray for strength. Yeah. We have to pray to overcome temptation. We have to pray 
that God directs our day each and every day because it's so easy for one of us, especially now, we, we know that we're being attacked each and every way. In addition to being attacked, we we want to minister to the world. We have to, we've been commissioned to be the salt of the earth, the light of the world. And when the world is just spiraling so much out of control that it, it's just, it's it's almost like it's trying to dim our lights and kind of make us, our, our, our taste taste less. And we have to just stay strong and we just have to stay vigilant. We have to recognize the enemy for who he is and, and uh, not get caught up in the world. Yes, I know Professor Gigi said, I don't look at the, uh, the media that much because it's just, so much or uh it's just so deceptive but in that is it the devil deceptive shouldn't we be aware of what's going on so that we may guard up and even uh, put on that armor of god even more so make sure there's no holes there make sure it's on tight make sure we tied up and buckled up our shoes slipped on our shoes make sure that belt is tight that breastplate Pray, play is protecting our hearts and we have the the helmet of salvation so those we have to make sure that we're pretty much we have on that armor and we have it on real good because we're not wrestling or fighting against flesh and blood right these are evil spirits and so we have to remember that you know we have to constantly read and i always say and i i i do this every day and i, I talk to god almost on a constant because it's like, okay, I'm doing something wrong and I know I'm doing it wrong and I'm about to do it wrong, but I still do it wrong when I'm trying to do right. So I have to, you know, just keep knowing that, you know, this is these times aren't new to us. We've read about it in the Bible. Right. But now we're living through it. I mean, we're at the end of the end times. And I'm thinking too, you know, it's like, um, like it's tough for us and we have God and we have the Holy Spirit. And, and yet there are people out there that are going through some of the same things we are that don't have that. And that's why it's critical that we reach out to people because yes. they have to see that God is their hope. And it, it could be very yes. easy to feel hopeless in this world with the situation it is now. And, uh, you know, we just really need to show people there is a way there's, there's a great God that, and he loves you and he will, you know, take care of you in this mess. Right. Right. Um, in first Peter three, 14, 17, it says, but even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. So... I think that's the, amen, that's the word of God. So I do not, you know, to a certain extent, I, I, 
I don't listen to all the regular news. I, I know what's going on. I listen to other sources of news, which are more, to me, truthful and paint a more hopeful picture because I know the hope that I have in me is Jesus Christ. Um, but that does not negate the fact that we need to reach out like the dude said. You know, we need to reach out to people. That's what God you know, and it, it, um, told us to do when he, when he left, you know, when he was crucified and he left, what did he say in Matthew? You know, go and preach the gospel, teach people, make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So that's our mission. You know, that's our war call. That's our, um, you know, battle cry. We know that the victory is already won, but we're right now we're encased, engrossed in the battles. There's these little battles, big battles, middle-sized battles that we need to engage in because there's lives, you know, that are that are um, you know, contingent to this because. They don't know Christ. We know we mm -hmm. have that hope in us. You know, right. have, yeah, I was just have... talking to sorry. Mm -hmm. I yeah, was just ahead. talking to a friend of mine in Australia about this. And I was, you know, I was saying I I think what God was trying to tell me is to be less Jonah and more Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, right. I struggle with the Jonah condition. And where I, you know, I'm so tired of Nineveh. I don't, you right. know, people are out of control. How could anybody see anything redeeming in this behavior, in these actions, and the, what, what? And um, so, yes, the evangelism is key for both me and those we're trying to reach. Because if right. I know and I don't say and, you know, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, uh, it's a struggle, but it's not a struggle because I do like to talk about the Lord. I think right. I have to get over the Nineveh part of it because oh. it's very, it's very, it's very, it's very angering, the blatant of yes. this uh, just absurdness and yes. so I it's a very difficult pill to swallow but I know that's what I'm supposed to do so I that's I'm suited up booted up and you know if I just have to soften the delivery <laughs> yeah you know, and God gives us, you know, that's why, that's why in the Bible, it says, you know, we're all members, one of each other. We're not, we're not clones, you know, we're not, we're not all ears. We're not all feet. We're not all eyes, you know, because yes, but I think we can't, different. we can't forego the urgency of the message. And I think yes. right now it's so yes. urgent. And, yes. you know, some of us are watchmen, some of us are prophets to, yes. you know, proclaim the day, the yes. wrath that, uh, you know, wake up people, your souls are at stake. Yes. This is about your soul. People don't understand that eternity is eternity. 
who's on the Lord's side. This is a time to make a decision. Amen. And, you know, if it needs a hatchet, a hammer, a bell, a, a slap, whatever it is, it's too important to just be mamby-pamby about yes. it. Yes, yes. And, you know, sometimes I I, I, I tell, you know, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, um, you know, I battle with that too, believe me. Because sometimes I'm the kind that will slap the crap out of you and then soothe you. You know what I'm saying? I, I did that to my kids. Slap, bam, and then I'm sorry, <laughs> soothing you, you know, but I had to do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I probably have mellowed through the years or learned new behavior. Let's put it that way. Because, you know, sometimes I realize Man, if I'd have done it the other way, maybe the outcome would have been faster or it would have been deeper because sometimes people just react superficially. You know, that that scene in the ground, you know, when God talks about what kind of ground you seed and some have fruit real quickly, but what it burns down and is nothing. But then there's the soil that that penetrates, that takes longer, you know, has better fruit. So I believe, you know, we're all like that. And we have different seasons of soil in our own lives. You know, I've had seasons of soil where I was very superficial and the enemy, you know, blasted the crap out of me, you know, because I I didn't do God's will, even knowing what it was, you know. And, uh, you know, we, we, as we get... As we get to get older, I think we realize a lot of stuff that we didn't even realize. Even even like Miss um, Polly Purehart says, you know, when you read the, the Bible and you read certain stories or verses, sometimes they don't make that much sense to you. And then later on, because of certain experiences that have happened to you through life, you're like, wow, that has a totally newer deeper meaning to me now you know so um, Mm -hmm. that's why up to a certain extent i i understand that people who don't have the holy spirit who don't know god cannot assess things the way we do because even the bible says as such as those were you you know we were we were in our trespasses in our sins in our sinful nature even if we grew up in church, um, we had to make that decision for ourselves. Our parents couldn't tell us, oh, you got to be saved or you got to get baptized or you got to do this or do that. Because at the end of the day, you know, we make our own choices and there has to be a reckoning, a come to Jesus, if you want, you know, day in our lives where we say, you know what? my lifestyle, what everything I'm doing or this or that, whatever is not pleasing to God. And it's actually ruining my life because when we're in sin, believe me, I know when we're in sin and doing sin, um, you know, intentionally we're miserable, especially when we know Christ. Amen. 
because we are miserable. Our spirit is so oppressed. Our spirit of God, Holy Spirit, is so oppressed that we 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 don't have joy. That that was what David said, you know, in his Psalms. Restore the joy of my salvation, because he had sinned. He had committed murder, adultery, you know, everything that you that 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 a heart could do. David did. You know, anything that was that was because what's what's worse than committing murder? Maybe mass murder. <laughs> but even that, you know, God can redeem that and God can um you know forgive us if we repent. And repentance means a turning around, not continuing to do the same behavior, not continuing to do the same sin. But repenting and 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 changing either your lifestyle choices or your behavior, you know, definitely your behavior. You know, and that's where we have to um, realize that God loves us. He just doesn't love our behavior. He Amen. doesn't love the things we do, and and that's for all of us. We're 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 Christians are redeemed sinners. But we remain sinners. It's only the fact that we sin less. We're not sinless. We sin less. Because as we grow up and mature, we realize, you know what? That 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 behavior is not pleasing to God. You know, because you, he yeah. loved us before we loved him. You know, we love him because he loved us first. Go ahead, Ms. Polly Pure. You know, I just it just just dropped in my spirit when you said what what what's the worst sin in a mass murderer, etc. And I'm saying, and I'm thinking to myself, God, I He doesn't look at the degree of sin. First of all, sin mm -hmm. is sin in His eyes. But if I had to say what's the worst sin, it was the crucif crucifixion of His Son, crucifixion, right, of His Son. Jesus Christ, and how when he came down to earth, how many people turned their backs on him? And that when I when I and this is um, part of this is in Isaiah that we turned our backs on him, and we mm -hmm. didn't say anything, and we don't want to be in that position again to turn our backs on him and not say anything. Right. He wants to capture every person he can possibly get, every soul here. Right. And he needs us as the soldiers. He needs us to intervene. He needs us to do what we've been commissioned to do. We did just didn't come here on earth or were created by happenstance. We were created to do a job. This is not our permanent home. Right. Well, yeah, well, I, I just something came to me while we were talking here, too. And it's like, you know, we talk about love and how we love our fellow man. And we, of course, certainly, you know, know what's coming. We can see in the scriptures and just how horrible it is going to be. And yet and this is for me, too. Yet we um, sometimes we are do not have that boldness to speak to people. And this is very real this is like the worst possible thing so 
do we really believe it's that horrible? Of, because we should be reaching out to every person. We should be going down the street and say, hey, you, are you saved? Hey, you, are you saved? Because it's that, you know, important. It's it's that real, you know, and we can talk about it, but we have to be out yes. there because, the, the you know, we don't have forever here and we do need to reach out to everyone. Yeah, like, I think there's a... We're here, you know, so. You know, like when he sent them out, you look for a place of peace, you know. And so when we leave our homes, when we're at work, like when we start these calls, we start our day with prayer, the Lord will put those in our path, knowing that is what our heart's desire is. He will put the people he wants to reach that day through us. We just have to know we're on the Lord's side and lead me, we will follow, guide me, and he will honor that. And we will evangelize. We will. He will make it possible. If that's what he said. Yeah. If that is what your heart is want, you go to the dentist, you go to the grocery store, you're picking up yes. after the dog walk. Uh, every opportunity he yes. will utilize. If yes. that is your heart's desire, you got it. Amen. Yeah, that's the contract. That's the contract. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and that's what I think. Um, you know, we need to uh, uh, take hold of every opportunity. Like you said, uh, Miss Tina, we have to, you know, wherever the dentist, you know, wherever the grocery store, wherever we go, that people will, you know, even if we might not have that opportunity to speak to people, that they can see in us, you know, a uh, 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 good character, the character of Jesus. Because I've seen people, you know, in 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 on both sides, you know, either a customer service person who later on you find out says they're a Christian, but they yell at their customers. They yell at, you know, they're like, what? And then on the other side, uh, someone who comes in who says they're Christian and they're impatient with, you know, with, with, with the customer service or they're impatient with this or they want to hurry up and, and they have no respect or consideration of other people. So, you know, it's not only a matter of, you know, listening to the word or hearing the word. It's a, you know, God is more honored by obedience of the word than knowing the word you know yeah that's what you said purpose in your heart purpose in your yes. heart purpose yes. in your heart amen in- and and that heart has to come out in practical ways too you know that's what i'm saying we need to we need to live it out not just you know say it because I think our problem is we have too much head knowledge and not enough heart knowledge that comes out in our daily walk, in our, you know, daily um, interaction with people. So that that's yeah. that's what God says. I'm, I'm I'm more pleased with obedience than with sacrifice. Well, that's that's a good that that, that was a great message. Maria, it gets us all to thinking and re-examining ourselves. Yes. And uh, thank you for that message, that that devotional. That you know, there's so much to take away from that. So, yeah. um, I guess we'll we'll go with and end it with 
prayer and Professor G, I'll let you take over from here. Okay. Anyone have any special prayer requests? Well, mine Just is love one another. Love one God, love God first. Love one another. Protection of our children, healing of our physical and mental uh, bodies, our spiritual health. I also I have an appointment today with the eye doctor, so you know, oh, okay. Send a special prayer for that. Uh, but most importantly, that we we we've all are 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 armored up, strengthened up. That we stay in God's will. We have the spirit of discernment. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Just uh, you know, more uh, boldness and courage um, in the Lord that He would just show Himself a strong and mighty warrior. Amen. On our behalf for the, the children. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Dude. Yeah, and just. Yeah, you know, we, we pray for boldness. We um, pray for God to put opportunities before us to speak to others, um, to, you know, let them know, hey, this is real. And, you know, we love you. And that's why we're telling you this. And I mean, it's up to them to accept it or not, of course. Right. And right. also, um, we need to pray for Miss Crown called Chosen. I mean, um, you know, she, as most of you are probably aware, she lives in Guyana and when they, they, they're having like some heavy rains right now, when they do, it's hard for her to come on with us. And so we, we pray for that situation that that can improve or we can get the technology that she can be with us a hundred percent of the time. Amen. Yeah. And for, well, Ms. Patty, your heart already said healing and stuff, because I know you know, she's had some um, health issues too. Okay, so, um, okay, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we give you honor and glory, Father. Thanking you each and every day, Father, for the opportunity you give us every morning, Monday to Friday, Lord, to be able to come before your presence, Father, to be able to speak your word, Father, to instruct each other father to to encourage each other father because we know that your word says that um your word is to teach to encourage to admonish each other father and we know that we need to be in that word so that we ourselves can grow more according to your character father we ask you lord jesus that you put before us and you show us every opportunity that we have when we go out of our homes and through our jobs and through our daily life, Father, that you put people before us that we can speak to. And that even if we cannot speak, Father, that our behavior, Father, our lifestyle would be a testament, Father, of what you have done in our lives, Father. And that we love you, Father, that we seek, seek Father, to obey you. And that we seek, Father, always to be in your will, Father. Now we ask for each and every one of us for healing, Father. We know that uh, as our bodies age, Father, as we go through time in life, Father, our bodies are not the same. They deteriorate. But your word says that though, although our, 
our bodies deteriorate, Father, our spirit and our minds and our hearts should be growing in you, Father. We should be seeking you on a daily basis, Father, each and every day, Father. I ask you, Father, that you continue to be with, with each and every one of us, Father, that you instruct us on the love that we are to have for even our enemies, Father, because your word says that we have to love our enemies, Father, even if we do not love the behavior, Father. You died on the cross for each and every one of us, Father, and every man, every woman, every child on this planet, Father, has the opportunity to repent and seek your face, Lord. We ask you for healing spiritually, physically, emotionally, and we ask you, Lord Jesus, for each and every one of us to be armored up with the tools that you have given us, Father, because we know that our fight is not against flesh and blood, Father, but against the principalities of the heavenlies of, of evil, Father, and those who seek after the enemy of our souls, Father. We ask you that you provide for us the means by which we can fight and by which we, we take unto ourselves the helmet of salvation, Father, that we shield our hearts against Satan and against the darts, Father, of, of the enemy. And we ask you, Lord Jesus, that our feet be prepared, Father, to proclaim the gospel of your word, Father. We ask you, Lord, for the boldness, for the courage, Father, that we have to seek to be able to proclaim your word. We know that in this, in this culture right now, we might be hated, we might not be well received, Father, but we know that our place is not here. Our place is in your holy kingdom, Father, that this is not our land. This is not our home, but our home is in heaven with you, Father. And we ask you to give us the courage, to give us the outspokenness, Father, to be able to proclaim your word and to do it, Father, in love for you and in love for others, Lord. We ask you, Father, that you continue to put before us the opportunities on a daily basis. I ask you, Lord Jesus, that you be with Ms. Crown called chosen father, especially the environment where she's at, Lord, not only the physical environment, uh, but also the political environment, the things that, Father, sometimes we here do not even know about, Father, because there's so much need, not only in, 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 physical needs, Father, but also in spiritual needs, Father, because we need to understand that your word is for everybody, for all the nations, Father. And we ask you for the leadership of the nations. We ask you, Father, um, because I know recently in Guyana, there was a, a, um, a voting for government. I ask you, Father, that you touch the hearts and the minds of, uh, of the government that they will seek your face, Father, that they will go according to your will, Father, not their own will, especially, Lord, as we read about uh, the decision that Lot made and, and uh, Danny's partner, Lord, let us not be selfish, Father. Let us not hoard to ourselves the knowledge of you, Father, and the love that you have for us, Father, but let us spread it out to each and every nation, to each and every person that comes in contact with us, Father, and continue to lead us through your Holy Spirit, Father. We ask you, Lord, that you continue to, to um, help us 
seek your Holy Spirit because we know that sometimes we can oppress the Holy Spirit in our behavior and we can we can not follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit, Father. Help us each and every day to continue to do your will, Father. I ask for our family members that do not know you. And I also ask for those who do know you, Father, that you continue to strengthen them in the Lord, that you continue to give us the armor, you continue to give us the ability, the strength, the mind to be able to push forth our um, what you have determined for each and every one of us, Father. We ask you for the crazy prayer ladies that you continue to bless us as we go forth and that we proclaim your name, we proclaim your message, and that that is the foundation of whatever we do, Father. We ask you, Father, that you continue to be with us, you continue to bless us, you continue to um, to do with this platform whatever you want to do, Lord. We thank you, we praise you, we give you honor. In Jesus' holy name we pray, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for that. Well, I'm going to leave it here with you guys. God be with you till we meet again. And I loved you and ain't nothing you can do about it. Amen and hallelujah. All right. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. In Jesus name. Amen. I believe. And if Miss Cronkall chosen were here, she would say indeed. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to the Crazy Prayer Ladies podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send your prayer requests to CPL at crazyprayerladies.com. We also have live Bible study led by Miss Crown Call Chosen every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Zoom. For more details, email cpl at crazyprayerladies.com. Join us again next time for the Crazy Prayer Ladies podcast.